Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. I definitely appreciate y'all. Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. Hit that subscribe button on the way out. I definitely appreciate y'all being here. So sorry I couldn't make the show yesterday, but I'm making it up to you tonight. Thank God it's Friday. Let's get on into this thing. But before we do, make sure you guys go over to that rebelwithoutareason.com. You'll find everything you need there. Shirts, hats, hoodies, and more. You'll also get a link to the show that you can watch on Rumble. You can watch that anytime you want to find the show there. Just in case they tried to hide the stream from you guys, you know they're known to do that. Got hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more over there at rebelwithoutareason.com. I definitely appreciate y'all being here. Clickety-clack. Zeta Weechie's back. What's up, fool? Thank you for being here. Wolverine's in the house. What up, man? What up, what up, what up? Get everything situated and we'll get this party started. Blamo. How's everybody doing tonight? On a beautiful Friday evening, late as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I should have been here at 7 o'clock on Thursday, man. I'm better late than never, I guess. That's what they say. Sorry about that. I'm doing my best. We got a lot of stuff to get into. Stuff from yesterday, stuff from tomorrow. Stuff from yesterday, today. What up, Anthony's in the house? What up, Anthony? Let's get started with some uh, good old American music here. What could be better than a kid's choir at the U.S. Capitol? Nothing bad could happen there. Let's watch this mess. What up, Fonze? If in case you can't see what's happening there, they didn't have the correct camera angle, but um, the Rushing Brook Children's Choir were singing the national anthem in Sanctuary Hall in the U.S. Capitol when they were interrupted by Capitol Police. Representative from the choir was told that certain Capitol Police said it might offend someone or cause issues to have these young kids over here singing. Uh, the national anthem, y'all some communists, man. It's gonna offend somebody. You better get the hell out of here with that crap. Y'all crazy as hell. So I don't know who said something, but obviously they didn't like it. Maybe it was just Nimrod. So this fool fell down the stairs yesterday and now he bumped his damn head when he comes out of the helicopter. Watch him. Boom. Watch it, dumbass. 
Can helicopters be more unpleasantly loud? <laughs> like, them motherfuckers are crazy loud. Oh, Peepaw in chief. Where you going, Peepaw? He looks like a fucking robot. Look how he walks. He looks like a robot that they're trying to teach how to walk. You seen those damn uh, new AI robots and shit? Oh. It was a sandbag. He said it was a sandbag that he tripped over. No questions. He looks like one of those damn robots that they're trying to teach how to walk. FJB. Stupid ass fool. Yeah, man, y'all stick around for after the show. Um, tonight's not movie night, but since we missed yesterday, we're going to do... What up, Mandingo? On Rumble? What up, what up? What's on the agenda tonight? All kind of stuff, man. <laughs> Lizard people have a hard time walking upright. <laughs> he, cri he tripped on his human costume. That's funny. Yeah, he does walk like the Tin Man, don't he, S.E.? He walks like the damn Tin Man. Uh, but what I was going to say, uh, stick around for the movie. I know I told uh, Mandingo we're, we're going to do his movie first. Um, it was supposed to be yesterday, but they just released the um, What is a Woman documentary, and I think we should all watch that shit because it's funny and it's disturbing at the same time. So if Mandingo don't mind, we'll do his next Thursday, if that's straight, and... Uh, We'll all have a good time with that crazy mess. Check out this meme that I made for Joe Biden's falling down story. Let me get it right here where I can see it properly. Joe Biden is falling down. The adventure of an ordinary man at war with the everyday world. A tale of urban reality. <laughs> so I didn't change anything other than the name. And I put, uh, took Michael Douglas off the cover and I put these jokers on the front. Uh, Mandingo said we got the all clear for that suite. I appreciate that. Matt Walsh is all good. Hell yeah. You won't be there for Red Dawn next week? Um. Well, let's do... Um, Clay Pigeons next week. That's the one that uh, um, Mandingo wanted to do. And then the next week when you come back, Wolverine, we'll do Red Dawn. How about that? Everybody be happy on that one, I think. Compromising, compromising. That's what we do. That's how you get things done. Speaking of getting things done, let's get started. The Osceola County deputy fired after he was arrested after a warning a child um, sex suspect of a warrant that he had issued out for him. Let's watch this. 
Some breaking news now at noon. An Osceola County deputy is behind bars this afternoon on multiple felony charges. Let's get out to News 6's Lauren Cervantes live in Osceola County. And Lauren, the sheriff just spoke about this arrest. Yeah, Sheriff Lopez says Deputy Arturo Dominguez was arrested and fired after aiding a suspect accused of having sex with a minor. Sheriff Lopez telling us the 30-year-old deputy was lifelong friends with Omar Ayala, who was wanted for a case in Okeechobee, accused of having sex with a minor. The sheriff says Dominguez repeatedly used a law enforcement database to see if there was a warrant out for his friend's arrest to be able to give his friends a heads up. Now, when an Okeechobee detective saw Dominguez had run their suspect's name a number of times, the detective reached out, and according to Sheriff Lopez, that's when he says Dominguez lied and said he had run the name because he did a traffic stop on Ayala. Dominguez is facing charges including official misconduct by obstructing with an investigation, disclosure or use of confidential criminal justice information, and accessory after the fact to unlawful sexual activity with a minor. Take a listen to what the sheriff had to say. He told a suspect in a sex case involving a minor to flee. That's pretty disgusting. That's pretty sick. You know, we're here to protect and serve, not to aid and evade anyone, especially a crime in this nature. It's important for the public to know we treat everyone the same. It does not matter to me or my investigators whether you wear civilian clothes or wear a law enforcement uniform. If you break the law, we will investigate you and hold you accountable. Sheriff Lopez says because of Dominguez's help, Ayala is now on the run and his whereabouts are unknown. For now in Osceola County, I'm Lawrence Cervantes wow. getting results, News 6. So he's uh, on the run and his whereabouts are unknown. We don't know. And that raggedy ass cop let him go. Stupid. Just because your buddy. Want to try to touch on a kid. You crazy as hell, man. Let's keep rolling, though. Body cam of two Wisconsin cops killed in a, a deadly shootout with a man who uh, had a rifle. Shout out to Long Crime for this video. Shots fired! Shots fired! Two Wisconsin police officers are shot and killed after pulling over a suspect wanted for missing child support payments. Officials now calling him the epitome of evil. Ready? Okay. We're approaching. Yeah, we see it. All right, it's on his left. The Wisconsin Department of Justice released dozens of photos and videos to Law and Crime Network showing what led up to the deadly shooting on April 8th. It happened in Barron County, about two hours east of Minneapolis. Shatek Police Officer Emily Breidenbach and Cameron Police Officer Hunter Scheel pulled over an SUV driven by 50-year-old Glenn Douglas Perry. Perry was armed with a rifle. Both officers are down. He's set up with a rifle. Three two seven, we have two officers, two officers down. He is set up with a rifle. Prior to the shooting, officials say Perry was displaying concerning behavior after a messy divorce. In an interview post-shooting, Perry's ex-wife told officials she believed he was bipolar and schizophrenic. She also noted he had multiple guns. In an interview with detectives, Perry's son said he, quote, talks pretty bad about cops. His son also noted Perry, quote, trains to kill them, more or less, with a gun range built on his property. 
Just days before the shooting on March 30th, a civil bench warrant was issued for Perry after he went months without paying child support. Just one day before the shooting, the Barron County Sheriff sent out a warning email about Perry's concerning behavior and mental health issues. The email instructed law enforcement officers to use, quote, extreme caution if approaching Perry as he carried a handgun at all times. This crazy as hell. According to a report by the Barron County District Attorney, 32-year-old officer Emily Breidenbach stopped Perry's vehicle on April 8th during a routine patrol shift. Breidenbach did not immediately pull him over because of the recent warning email. Instead, she called for backup. 23-year-old officer Hunter Scheel responded. Scheel's body camera footage shows the first moments of the traffic stop. The Barron County DA's report states that Breidenbach called out commands to Perry after she pulled him over. Nearly immediately, right he there, grabbed the guy AR-15 right there. and began firing. He's got a rifle. He's got a rifle. Shots fired! Shots fired! Yeah, they approached him all wrong. They knew what he was about. <laughs> officer down! Officer down! Officer down! Shield can be heard putting out a shots fired call before his body camera video shows him falling to the ground. See, I think the suspect walks over top of him here in just a second when he goes down. Oh, he's down now. Well, not yet. He tried to run away. Why would you run away from your cover, though, dude? You got two cars right there. After this, a call for backup. There's comes the guy out right there. Radio traffic. Yeah, it's hard to watch this, man. Graphic content, guys. You hear him hitting the gas. Well, when a they hear that, one call also comes in from a witness nearby. Baron County 911, where is your emergency? Hi, I'm. I'm actually just sitting here. Um, I ended up pulling over because I saw uh, a dog in the middle of the road, and then all of a sudden I see an officer down and a gentleman on the ground. Looks like he's bleeding from his leg and a rifle on the ground as well. Quickly, a call goes out for emergency responders. Barron County Sheriff's Department paging Mayo Clinic ambulance here requested Highway 8 double S, Highway 8 double S for an officer involved shooting. Time is 1539. 10-4, we copy. We have EMS page. I will be sending a chopper. Both officers are down. He's set up with a, a rifle. Some of the first officers to arrive work to secure the scene calling for onlookers to leave immediately. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go. Video then shows officers arriving to the scene of the shooting. Requesting all detectives, please. Requesting all detectives. 10-4. Ready? Okay. We're approaching. Yeah, we see it. All right, it's on his left. All right, I got, I got, I got, uh, move the gun. I got, I got yes. lethal. Yep, I got, I got lethal. Cover me, I got guns. Radio chatter notes the suspect may be wounded. I believe the subject is down. I believe the subject is down. There's three subjects down. Officers on the scene confirm that. 331, Baron, I do not have eyes on the subject at this time. Baron 4. 
I believe the subject is down. I believe the subject is down. There's three subjects down. Jess. Is he down? He's down. At the same time, officers distance she got out ready to go. from him and call for more first responders. Get this rifle. Yep. I got lethal. I got, you got that? Yep. Okay, roll them. We got two officers down. We got 195. Body cam says the date was 4 8 23. Hold on. Clear. Clear. I got it. I got it. No. No. Back's clear. Front's clear. Got another rifle up front. According to the DA's report, Breidenbach fired two shots before Perry fatally shot her. Scheele also fired his weapon, but also was shot and killed by Perry. Officials say Perry was shot in the leg. He later died at the hospital. Per the Barron County District Attorney's final report, both Breidenbach and Scheele were justified in their deadly use of force. The report also states that Perry obtained all the weapons used in the shooting and later recovered in his vehicle and at his home legally. Reporting for Law and Crime Network, I'm... Well, shout out to Law and Crime Network on that. Yeah, they could have approached it a little bit better, especially knowing his uh, background and history there with mental illness or what. He had problems with the courts and all that too, man. I mean, that child supporter drive people to do crazy stuff, man. I tell you what, let's keep it rolling. It's a uh, local story here. Four-year-old four-year-old girl dies after targeted Nashville shooting. The family says. Watch this one. We'll bring it back. A four-year-old girl died today after what Metro Police are calling an apparent targeted shooting. Talia Frazier was riding in the back of a car last night when two men opened fire at a red light. WSMV's Danielle Ledbetter tells us more about what happened. Family members of the girl Talia Frazier say she was shot and killed at this intersection of Dickerson Pike and Douglas Avenue on Tuesday night. Now police say more than 20 rounds were shot into a black Malibu on Tuesday. Now police are trying to figure out why someone would do this. Someone said was it road rage? Well, we don't know that. Uh, for whatever reason, this Malibu seems to have been targeted by the two persons with guns. Three young kids were in the back seat at the time of the shooting. They were stopped at a red light at Dickerson Pike and Douglas Avenue. One of the children, the four-year-old girl, was struck in the head. Another child, that's two, was grazed but is expected to survive. From all appearances, this is a targeted shooting. Some employees at the retrograde coffee shop on Dickerson Pike said they're not worried about coming to work. One woman said crime can happen anywhere. Another employee said it's weird knowing that happened so close to work. Both employees said it's always sad when shootings happen, but it's even worse when a child is involved. Which has all of us concerned. We're all dads, we're all moms, we're all parents, and uh, this, is, uh, this is a horrible event to happen in the life of a child. Police have not released any new information on the suspects. In Nashville, Danielle Ledbetter, WSMV4.
Yeah, that's uh, Dickerson Road right there, man. That That's uh, not the greatest part of town, to be honest with you. It's a long road, but it's not the, the greatest area. Faux show. Yeah, four-year-old kid. And the, uh, and the two-year-old got grazed by a bullet, too. Thank God they survived, but psh, come on, man. Just sitting at the red light, you get your ass smoked. Welcome to Country Music City. It's not what, like what people think around here. In Nashville, anyway. Whoa. Let's do this one here. It's a cause of a deadly fire that killed four children. Revealed all these kids right here died in a fire. Just ask the whole community now to just reach out, put, wrap your arms around the family, continue to pray for them and the first responders who made the scene. Because this was a tough scene to uh, see four children lose their lives. It is an unspeakable tragedy for one South Memphis family tonight. An apartment fire killing four children. And we have learned just a couple of hours ago that Memphis Fire did confirm. And you know, they don't. Let's be real, folks. I'll put my white face back on here so I can say this. So everybody hear me saying this. You know, black people don't check their smoke alarms. Well, a lot of different people don't. The Asian guy that calls in uh, to ABL show. You hear that beep going on all the time. And I, t I tell ABL all the time, dude, tell that fool to change his sp uh, smoke detector batteries. What's up, mama? Because he's going to end up burning up in that bitch. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened here. They didn't have no smoke detectors, allegedly. The cause of that blaze was accidental. Good evening to you. I'm Joy Redmond. I'm Joe Birch. Action News 5's Bria Bolden joins us now live in studio with more on this heartbreaking story. Bria? Heartbreaking it is. The fire causing $42,000 worth of damage, according to MFD tonight, in the loss of four precious lives unimaginable. A family never whole again after four children lost their lives in an apartment fire on Alston Street in South Memphis, all of them under the age of six. My daughter called me earlier. I was over my mom's house visiting her, and she just called me all of a sudden and said, Daddy, my kids, my kids, all of them died. Memphis Fire says the blaze was caused by rigged wiring inside the family's apartment. Mandigo says a firefighter friend told him a common reason uh, is kitchen grease and fires in the hood. Yeah, I, I would say that'd be accurate, too. The fire began between the kitchen and one of the bedrooms inside the family's home. Investigators say the children were home alone. This is just a tragic situation, and we're thankful for the... That's another thing they need to teach in uh, home ec in school. I don't know if y'all still got, if your kids or your grandkids still got home ec in school. But we learned uh, kitchen safety in that bitch, you know what I mean? So it was more than just learning how to cook things. It's learning not to how to burn your ass up. And a lot of people don't know how to deal with a grease fire, so throw water on that shit, and that's the worst thing you, you can do. Firefighters who ran in to try to save the children and worked diligently to try to save their lives. Memphis police say the father of the children is detained. Family members heartbroken after lives taken before they began. They were some little kids and they're going to be missed by all of us. And I know especially by my daughter. So no charges have been filed against the children's father at this time. Memphis Fire says they will be going out to the neighborhood tomorrow morning to make sure neighbors have a working smoke detector. They could not say whether or not the apartment that caught on fire today had one.
Reporting in studio, Bria Bolden, Action News 5. Yeah, I'm sure it didn't, but even either way, they were by themselves in there. Why the fuck were they by themselves? And where's the mama at? Y'all killing me, man. I need to pull that R. Kelly clip. Y'all killing me. <laughs> Remember R. Kelly? Uh, with that Gail, uh, what was her name, Anthony? Gail something. I can't remember her damn name. Check out this video of this whistleblower for the Obama whistleblower. He, he ain't around no more. Philip Haney, a former. Tonight, a mysterious twist in the death investigation of a government whistleblower. His body found in Amador County. His death first believed to be suicide, but now investigators are backtracking. CBS 13's Rick Boone with what detectives are now saying. 66-year-old Philip Haney, a former DHS officer, was known in D.C. circles as a person who never held back his opinions, even about his boss, President Barack Obama. I was told to remove all unauthorized references to terrorism. Testifying to Congress as a whistleblower about Obama, claiming that the then-president was not taking the threat of terrorism seriously. I would like to show you now the logo of the Muslim Brotherhood the moderate organization that this administration chose to ally itself with. In 2016, Haney even wrote a book, See Something, Say Nothing, highlighting his concern. We've been inundated with a lot of theories of, of what may have taken place. You know, we're, we're looking at everything. Haney was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound in Amador County over the weekend. Everything we saw on scene is consistent with somebody putting a gun to themselves and pulling the trigger. Now, we're, we're, not, we're not making a statement that this was, in fact, suicide. Previous reports did indicate Haney's death was a suicide, but deputies haven't made that determination as of yet. His body was found in a car in this park and ride that's along Highway 16. It's less than three miles from where he lived in an RV park. Investigators are not saying if foul play was involved. Deputies say it is a standard to analyze these type of incidents before any ruling can be made. Every death that occurs in the county uh, when it comes to something like this, we treat and look at it as a homicide until we prove otherwise. Now the FBI is part of this ongoing investigation and we're told an autopsy will happen very soon. Yeah, just like Anthony said, whistleblowers don't commit suicide. Tonight, a whistleblowers don't delete themselves, man. I think they know the risks of, of coming forward and doing what they're doing. So it'd be uh, hard for me to believe that they just deleted themselves. You know what I mean? Like they knew what kind of heat they were going to get for coming forward to begin with. Listen to this high school teacher. I guess it's a high school teacher. Yeah, high school teacher at Eldo Hawks explains to students why sodomy is pleasurable and why sex toys available at Target are designed a certain way. She says you don't actually have to go inside the booty hole. You can just push on the seam. And they apparently really like that. Graphic warning. ...is where the prostate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. You can actually just push on the seam, and that stimulates the prostate gland as well. And that, all, they apparently really like that. Um, but, yeah, so that's why for male and male, anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the 
it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings in your booty as well. So the girls, the G-spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently that's why if you ever see like, I mean, Target has them now, sex toys. If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go where the tampons and pads are, they have, they just look like a little box. But if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box. You open it up and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. Huh? CVS, yes, CVS has them too, a lot of them. And so that's why when you look at the, the toys, a lot of them look like this. And the reason because is for finding that spot. I mean, I guess on one hand, you can say that they're teaching them education of certain things, but is it really necessary to go that deep into it? Ha, ah, deep. She got this meme that I made for these raggedy-ass teachers, too. Say goodbye to math and English and say hello to rainbows. Chopping them books up like that ain't shit. All new learning curriculum nowadays. Exactly, Anthony. How can this class get you a job? I don't think they're trying to get people jobs. I think they're trying to indoctrinate people. Indoctrination. Let's watch this. Uh, tips coming in following port uh, the Portsmouth mail carrier robberies. They robbing the mailman now. The United States Postal Service is disturbed by increased violence against its mail carriers. Two were recently robbed in Portsmouth. Tenure Science Amy Avery has new information on the investigation and what's being done to protect postal workers. A troubling trend is hitting too close to home. USPS says two mail carriers were recently robbed while trying to deliver the mail right here in Portsmouth. One even tells us he was choked while out on his normal route. Two robberies in 15 minutes within a half mile of each other. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service says the first robbery was near Channing Avenue and Prospect Parkway in Portsmouth. The second on Redgate Drive near Victory Boulevard and George Washington Highway. Um, they approached the first carrier, assaulted him, uh, were able to get some postal property off of him. As they left the area, another letter carrier was delivering mail a couple blocks away. They, they spotted him. It appears they pulled up to him and, and also robbed him. Postal inspectors say the carriers were approached by two men wearing black clothing and face coverings, and at least one was armed with a gun. They say the third man was driving the car. Both happened between 2 and 2.15 in the afternoon on May 18th, and postal property was taken in both incidents. U.S. Postal Inspector Tom Sylvester says they always encourage mail carriers to let authorities know if they're being followed. Really what we try to get across to them more than anything is just to be aware of their surroundings as they're delivering mail so they're not caught off guard by anybody. Well, they're not allowed to be armed. Mail is a federal offense and suspects could receive up to 25 years in federal prison. But that hasn't stopped robberies of postal workers from surging nationally more than 75 percent in 2022. Sylvester's. What are they getting from postal workers? I mean, I know you got uh, Amazon products and stuff like that. I mean, what exactly are you going to get from a damn postal worker? People don't use checks much anymore. I mean, they do, but you can't deposit the shit. You can't do nothing with it. 
stealing people's information, I guess. I mean, tell me, what are you going to get from robbing a postman? Maybe a crazy cop ride like this guy gets. Crazy car ride in a cop car. Officer gets back in of a dude's car and surprises him with shots after fleeing. This is going to be a graphic warning for sure. I don't know if I can play it on. What up, Latina? Is it Friday? Yeah, it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Graphic warning on this one, y'all. Yeah. I know we're still on YouTube, but I'll try to keep it as uh, non-graphic as possible. Police! Don't move! Don't move! Don't move! Don't move! He's in his back seat now and he's trying to drive. Stop! Stop, man. Just let me out. All right, so he's about to air him out there right quick, so I'm going to just show my pretty face and let y'all hear the audio. Stop! Stop, bro! Shoot! Stop! Mm. He let him go several times. He goes, ah, y'all heard him. So he went one, one, two, three, four. It sounded like on him. Now they about to tumble off and crash. Boom. Crash, boom, bang. So when you get pulled over by the cops, they might just jump in your back seat and take a ride with you. Uh, they were pulling over a suspect there, Latina. And the cop jumped in the back seat. I'm going to turn it down here so we can narrate while we're going. See the the cop, they're trying to pull him over and he jumps back in the car. Then the cop gets smart and he jumps in the back seat with his ass so he knows he's going to take off. And they're wrestling a little bit with the gun. They're wrestling, wrestling. He's trying to hit him, whatever. Okay, he's driving now. And then the cop tells him, hey man, stop, let me out. Stop, let me out. Stop, let me out. And then you see right here, he's grabbing his weapon. Took his gloves off. So we can grab it properly. But now he's ready. And he's telling them, dude, you better stop this motherfucker. You better stop it. Whoa. Let him have it. <laughs> Whoopsie. Let him have it right then. So, yeah, don't be a criminal, I guess. When cops ask you to do something, do it. I don't know. I don't fuck with the cops, so I don't have a whole lot of advice. Just don't get shot. Speaking of people doing dumb shit, here goes Mike Pence now. Next week, former VP Mike Pence set to launch his presidential campaign next week. Who thinks this is a waste of time and money? Is anybody going to vote for Mike Pence? I think they would vote DeSantis over Pence. He was decent in there. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna try to bust his ass. But he ain't no Trump. He ain't no Trump, that's for damn sure. According to a reliable source familiar with Pence's schedule, he intends to enter the race for the GOP presidential nomination on June the seventh. That's five days from now. 
He will announce his campaign through a video and deliver a kickoff speech in Des Moines, Iowa. Will Pence's entry into the race have a significant impact on who will be the GOP nominee? Y'all let me know in the comments if you think that this fool's got a chance against Trump. I don't see it, man. <laughs> Mandingo says Pence looks like a Q-tip. He does kind of look like a, a Q-tip. And remember when that fly landed on him? Dude, they did not give a damn nothing about no debates. What was the subject of the debate was? Who was being debated? All they give a fuck about was that fly on his head. Crazy. Latina said, well, guess what? I don't believe anything, everything I see anymore. The damn government been selling PSYOP Hollywood made movies to the public painting narratives to subdue, subdue the Constitution. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mike's pants is on fire with the crotch rot. <laughs> uh, let's watch this. Uh, you ever been trying to, to catch a ferry and you... You're like, man, I'm almost there. I wonder if my car could make this shit. <laughs> but then nobody ever does it. Well, this guy actually tried it. Uh, an RV jumps a 200-foot gap to get onto a ferry. But <laughs> Holy hell, watch this video. I don't think there's any sound on this, though, so we can just narrate. These people are just chilling straight up, having a good time, just talking. No big deal. Watch this lady move and almost get smashed. And they hear it coming. Boom. Kablamo. That motherfucker jumped a 200 foot. It wasn't even a 200 foot gap. They were off of the shoreline now. Here it comes. Dukes of Hazard style flying through the air. Making their way. The only way they know how. Hitting that ramp like the Duke boys. Here it comes. Wee. Yeah, let it fly, fool. Everybody get the hell out of the way. Call boom. And that lady was just standing there just a minute ago. If they weren't situational awareness, awareness, flattered in a panty cake. Done. Let's see what's happening on the school bus in Canada. Hell no, what the hell? The bus driver ain't seeing what's going on back here or nothing. I mean, it's getting to be where you can't even walk down the damn street anymore. Watch this shit. These two people are walking down the street. I'm going to try not to let it be super graphic here, but oh shit, here they come. Boom, so you see what the car is, what's about to happen right there. The car is avoiding the truck that's in the middle of the road and comes onto the sidewalk, which is really small anyway. I don't know what country this is. It doesn't look like... Well, it does kind of look like downtown Seattle, to be totally honest with you, but 
Um, yeah, so I can't show that part of it, but we'll watch the aftermath a little bit. Boom. I mean, he, he they get it, dude. I can't even show this because we're still on YouTube, but we're going to do a short show tonight. We're not going to go super long. We're going to keep it on both platforms, and then we're going to do the movie show. So right now, the guy is under here. The lady is, is back here. This is their stuff that they had in their hands. He just went kablammo. Let them have it. Knock the bumper off. It's all, the lights all hanging off. And they're, nobody knows what to do, really. I think dude's trying to pick him up or whatever. He's underneath this beast right now. And a lot of people come, but it ain't, it don't seem like it's helping very much. Oh, yeah, they hit that ram like the Blues Brothers, didn't they? Yeah, I don't... What do you do? Unless everybody's picking up that car and trying to move it off of them immediately, that's going to be a bad situation. Uh, speaking of unsafe automobiles, here's a, another airbag company that is refusing to issue a recall over their... Faulty airbags that are supposed to protect you in a crash are exploding and causing injuries instead. A dozen automakers use airbag inflators from a company called ARC. That company is refusing to requ a request from federal regulators that it recall millions of those airbags. Channel 2 consumer investigator Justin Gray live in Northeast Atlanta. And Justin, at this point, we don't even know what makes and models could be included. And Linda, when there is a recall, it's pretty easy to know if you're impacted. You just check the VIN on your car, put it in the NHTSA database, and it's that simple. But in this case, millions of those ARC airbags are out there, and we don't know what vehicles they're in. We're not sharing the identity of this Michigan woman, but you can see the severe it's not Takata this time. Zedoichi is this company called ARC, but they do reference that in the story. My client was catastrophically injured. The piece of metal in this cup is the shrapnel doctors. Look at that piece of metal in the, from that cup. You see her face, man. Graphic warning there. It looks like her, her uh, whole situation is bad off right there. She's got a tracheotomy going on. That's a tube in her neck so she can uh, actually breathe. So it probably crushed all this shit right here. So she has no way to get oxygen and whatnot through here. Speculation as always. Airbags are explosive devices, yes, sir. They talk about that, too. They do a little bit of testing when the Takata stuff was going on. Um, so they referenced that. Let's watch. Not sharing the identity of this Michigan woman, but you can see the severe injuries. My client was catastrophically injured. The piece of metal in this cup is the shrapnel doctors removed from her neck. Her attorney, Andrew Parker Felix from Morgan and Morgan says she's still breathing out of a tracheotomy tube from the March injuries. It shot shrapnel into her neck. So it shot that big ass ball of metal into her neck. That's why she had to have that tracheotomy. Holy shit. Yeah, your steering wheel has a bomb in it, y'all. Yes, sir. Made in China, probably, Mandinko. Uh, destroyed, first off. 
that knocked out multiple teeth. The cause of the injuries was the airbag in her car, more specifically the inflator, manufactured by a company called ARC. You can see it here after shrapnel ejected out when the airbag deployed. Federal regulators at NHTSA just sent this letter to ARC asking for the voluntary recall of 67 million ARC inflators, writing that they, quote, pose an unreasonable risk of death or injury that may result from an item of motor vehicle equipment that, when not defective, is designed to save lives. They're the ones responsible for basically putting a grenade in consumer steering wheels. NHTSA says it has documented two deaths and at least seven injuries tied to the ARC inflators. But ARC is refusing to recall the inflators, writing back to NHTSA, quote, the existence of seven field incidents does not support a finding that a systematic and prevalent defect exists. NHTSA says it's a manufacturing defect. Excess debris clogs the inflator. Michael Brooks is the executive director of the Center for Auto Safety. So essentially you have a canister where the pressurized gas has no way to escape. Um, and it becomes a bomb. Channel 2 Action News has shown you before what it looks like when that happens and an airbag inflator explodes. The ARC inflators cause the same type of explosions as the Takata airbag defect that led to a massive worldwide recall. We know at least 12 vehicle manufacturers use the ARC inflators, but do not know what car makes and models may have the alleged faulty parts. They're very protective of which airbags they're installing in which vehicles, that's confidential information to them. So they don't like that information getting out, even though it prevents consumers from being a little more aware of whether Is that even legal for them to withhold information on where, which cars and which ones are not have their product in it? That seems like that'd be a, a federal safety thing that would have to be required. Vehicle might have a defect. So the next step is for NHTSA to issue a final report. Then they could take ARC to court to require them to recall these airbags. Now, some automakers, they're going ahead and doing this on their own. GM just last week issued a recall for more than 1 million vehicles that have ARC components. Among them, the Chevy Traverse, that woman here in our story was driving. Reporting live in Northeast. So to me, that's a slam dunk case. If her car was on that recall list, well, if she didn't follow up on the recall, that could be their loophole to not paying for her injuries. If they issued a recall and she didn't um, take advantage of that, if she did know about it, they would have to prove that she, she knew about it, though. That's still a bad situation. And side note, why do they always send the field reporters out there in the middle of the rain for nothing like this? Just because you're standing next to cars, this is a car-related story. So, dude, just go out there and stand next to some cars. It's raining, boss. Dude, grab an umbrella, go stand next to some cars, and do the same report that you could do anywhere else. Weird as hell. Weird as hell. Yeah, so uh, you might want to put your VIN number into that damn, uh, or search for the airbag database on online. I'm sure you could find it and check and see if you've got uh, an airbag recall on your shit because it's coming. Zedowichi says, I had an airbag go off while I was driving. Luckily, I don't drive with my hands or arms over the center of the steering wheel. Oh, wow. Yeah, them shits are dangerous, man. They're supposed to save your life, but they never tell you how many people will die in those testings and the failures. 
Let's watch this one. These are broken fucking light bulbs that can't be fixed. Why spend time and energy on them? Why we can spend it on the children? Why we can spend it on our future? Why we can spend it on the youth? Why would we spend money on this? When he chose, the fucker chose to do this to himself. Chose. So if he goes out in the road and gets hit, in California, if somebody hits this man in a car, that person's gonna go to jail. Not this guy. Well, he's going to probably be dead, but the person who hits this guy is going to go to jail, even though the guy wandered out into the street all drugged out. You understand what I'm saying? You understand how California, they don't give a fuck. Corporations, politicians. Excuse me, sir, how are you feeling tonight? Feeling good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you feel, hey, you feeling good, sir? Let me guess. You're not on cloud nine. He's You're on out, cloud man. fucking 149. Sir? Okay. Wow, that dude was tweaking out. Uh, I showed y'all that video because I wanted to just prove a point that um, why are we putting so much money toward these people and they don't even care about their own damn life? Seems weird to me. But who am I? I'm just a YouTube guy. Showing y'all a video about a Brooklyn teen trying to steal Air Jordans, but he loses his arm instead in a Craigslist. Robbery gone wrong. It was supposed to be a normal Craigslist buy and sell, did not end that way. A driver inside that SUV, a guy known as Phil, a 39-year-old father of three, who says he sells tennis shoes off Craigslist just as a hobby and to provide for his family. He was just going to do that again this Friday, but it didn't end that way. The teenager you see walking up, he thought was just going to do a simple buy of the tennis shoes, but it didn't end that way. As you see, the teen got inside that SUV, but inside, according to investigators and members of the driver's family, they say the teen pulled a gun on that 39-year-old, but the gun jammed. The teen then grabbed the tennis shoes and ran off. You thought that was the end of this story. Well, that's where it becomes a little bit more complicated. The teen ran off trying to catch a bus. He could not get the bus, but the driver of that SUV turned around, and as you can see at the top part of your screen, ran over that teenager. Boom. That run over separated that teen's arm from his body. And as you can see, the Watch, teen after that, with the adrenaline rush inside of him, ran off with only one arm to collapse in front of his home just a few blocks away. But relatives of the driver say that scene was all just the driver defending himself because a gun was pulled in his face. Um, he's at the 69 precinct. They are bringing him down to Central Booking. They're going to arraign him on whatever charges, but he's working on getting a lawyer to help him out. He was just there to support his family. Now, obviously, what this kid, you know, is accused of doing to your cousin is, is not a good thing. But a lot of people are saying, could your cousin have just let it go and just called the police and follow that, you know, follow that kid home or something like that versus running him over? That's what he was trying to do. And you tell me if somebody pointed a gun at your head and told you he's going to blow it up and the gun jam, what would you do? Yeah, that guy's going to go to jail, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, well, but I mean, he will go to jail now because... The event was over. If you retaliate after the event is over, dude stole your shit and ran away. I mean, don't do risky stuff. Um, Craigslist meetup buys and exchanges and stuff. 
they tell people in our, our neck of the woods to do that at the police station in the police station parking lot just in case you need to do some weird shit like that. <laughs> Fonzie said, flag you a cab, homie, with that flapping arm. Dude, he, he left that mother at the scene, I think. It, it probably dislocated it and moved it because it looked like it had a long sweatshirt or a coat on, so the, the coat probably still kept it there, but psh, he bled all the way out on that one. If it ain't cars in the streets, people trying to rob you, it's people just straight up shooting you. Watch this one. So there's some kind of altercation going on here. This is from Boston 25 News. A new video obtained by Boston 25 News shows a moment a gunman opened fire near Revere Beach on Sunday, striking a teenage girl. Thank God these fools can't shoot, man, because if they could shoot, like, hitting their target, we'd really be in trouble. Yeah, the gun jammed on him uh, uh, on that previous story, Anthony. So he was trying to kill him, so... From what he said, we... Honestly, when it comes down to it, it'll be that guy against the other guy because he died. But he could just say, yeah, the gun jammed on him. He could have just pulled it out and robbed him and not did nothing. And he just was pissed and said, fuck it, I'm going to run you down. So it's up to his testimony whether you believe it or not. Dude, that was seven shots. Seven shots and this fool only hurt. Thank God he only hit one person. Here was that weird-ass story I was telling you about, Sonia. Uh, Munchausen mommy called on camera when she uh, asked her 10-year-old son, which is a biological male, who she put on irreversible puberty blockers if he wants to grow up to be a boy. He responded, I don't know. I need to listen to you. You're my mom. So I told y'all, these kids, they just want to please their parents, man. So if they tell them they're a fucking a unicorn, then they'll believe it. Let's watch this. Sick. At 10 years old, Josie Romero believed she was born in the wrong body, and her parents have been seeking a controversial hormone therapy that would start chemically changing her boy body into an adolescent girl's. 14 inches. 14 inches, a foot and two inches. Yeah. Estrogen treatment is irreversible and would make Josie sterile. But Josie and her mother never doubted it was the right thing until an unexpected conversation happened one afternoon. But on the inside, where nobody else can see? Yeah. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Maybe I'm a boy inside and a girl outside. Really? Yeah, is that true? Only you know the answer to that. So if you wanted to grow up to be a man, yeah. would you tell me? Mm, yeah. Hey, if you wanted to grow up and be a man, you could. I want to be... Sometimes I think I'm boy sort of, but I want to be a girl. Yeah. 
Will you love me, boy? Of course. I would love you no matter what. I always have, and I always will. It was the first time Vanessa ever heard Josie sound uncertain. Bullshit. I feel like maybe there's a part of you that's afraid to tell me what you really want. I think maybe just because the cameras are there and catching all this, we're getting to see this happen as it usually happens. Now this bitch is trying to run cover for what she knows what really happens. And there's a baby gate right here too, in case anybody didn't see that. So there are children younger than this one in the house. If I said, oh, please don't be a girl. Well, I guess I'll be a boy. Um, no, honey. I need to listen to you and my mom. Well, yeah, you need to listen to me about, you know, what's healthy to eat. And you need to listen to me about what time to go to bed. But you, you are the one. I have to listen to you. Yeah, well, if you said I need to be a boy, you mean no. I have to. No. For her to have any indecision now, I don't know what it's rooted in, and I really need to find that out. I thought you were about to cry. I'm just kind of surprised by some of these answers today. It's the first time you've given them to me. Everything I thought I knew is kind of in question. Had Vanessa's wholehearted, unwavering support of Josie's transition actually pushed her child too far, too fast? The thought of her having made such a huge decision in her life all based on what she thought I wanted that would be that would be traumatic for me bioethicist dr. Margaret Moon who opposes opposite sex hormone therapy for kids Josie's age says most nine and ten year olds are not mature enough to participate in life-altering medical decisions they're not sure of who they are and they can't really offer their parent that sort of reassurance even Dr. Olson says there is no exact science that can determine who is truly transgender. What's missing in the data right now is these exact characteristics mean that this person is for sure going to be a trans adolescent and adult. We don't have that data. We don't have that data. Yeah, it's too late now. Dude, is that not some of the weirdest shit you've ever seen? Like she's straight up, he's straight up telling her. Uh, no, dude, it's uh, it's what you want me to be. This was a Daily Mail article too. And that kid's name was Sadie, even though it's a it's a boy. The name got changed to Sadie, I guess. Daily Mail article about Sadie recounting how his mother said had said Sadie had wanted him to pin his own speech to the LGBTQ community so his mom could publish it to get attention, obviously. And see who's in the article right there. Sonia, I'm gonna send you this article so you can look at it at your leisure. If you're interested. Yeah, it's a kid, dude. And they want to, and, and what's so weird is the mom is standing right there saying, you need to listen to me for what time to go to bed, what type of food to eat. Like I told y'all before, kids don't want to eat. They want to eat candy and they don't want to brush their damn teeth as children, but they can be left with life-altering, life-changing, permanent decisions 
when they're that age. Man, get the fuck out of here. Can't do it. I can't do it no more. And people are saying it's reversible. It's not reversible. We're going to play that um, What is a Woman tonight on the uh, Rumble uh, show. So you'll you'll get a little more in-depth coverage on some of that stuff. There's uh, professionals on both sides talking their argument. Sonia. I said the mom went out of her way to say we have to listen to them about transitioning. Yes, she did. I think it's I think it's crap. What up? What up? Guardy sits in the house. You came into some money. I believe I'll buy me a cowboy hat and some chaps too. Sweet. Yeah, Margaret Sanger would be proud. I made a short video for her raggedy ass too. Shut up, bitch, with the rock on it. Here's Frank Zappa telling what he thinks about these uh, individuals in the school system. Be ignorant with style. They give you the equipment that you need to be a functional ignoramus. American schools do not equip you to deal with things like logic. They don't give you the criteria by which to judge between good and bad in any medium or format. And they prepare you to be a usable victim for a military-industrial complex that needs manpower. As long as you're just smart enough to do a job and just dumb enough to swallow what they feed you, you're going to be all right. But if you go beyond that, you're going to have these grave doubts that give you stomach problems, headaches, make you want to go out and do something else. So I believe that schools mechanically and very specifically try and breed out any hint of creative thought in the kids that are coming up. How in schools? Schools train yeah, schools train people to be stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. Like these nine teens that get arrested in connection with the beating of the three Marines in San Clement. Let's watch that. They finally arrested these fools. Video not available. Oh, they made them take it off. <laughs> they made them take it off YouTube. Let's go watch. Yep, unavailable. Wow. Wow, we you see that they don't want to tell you that nine teens got arrested in connection with the beating of three Marines. Wow, they took that video off. Hmm. Imagine that. Here's one that Anthony McQuaid sent me though of a uh, car launching off the back of a tow truck. Like the damn Duke boys. Yeehaw, you some bitch. So they got an accident happening right here. Everybody's here on the scene of this accident and the tow truck's got his tow truck ramped down on the ground. And I know we've all seen a tow truck in that position and you thought to yourself, man, what would the Duke boys do? You know what I mean? And this person actually followed through. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Mandingo said when I move, uh, I tried to find your channel on YouTube, but no go just so you can 
see how shadow banned I am. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you have to type in the real rebel without a reason on YouTube. You see the scrolling banner right there? Type that whole thing in there. The real reason. I'm sorry. The real rebel without a reason on YouTube. It's rebel W-O-A on Instagram and Twitter. And you found me on Rumble, obviously. Rebel without a reason over there. Yeah, that deputy go, God damn. And it look, almost looked like it hit that other car as it was coming through. That was a Hollywood stunt for sure. Watch it. Boom. And they're now 1050 rollovers. That's the second EMS immediate roll. He run into it too, son. It's hard for the audio. It's good. Audio's not that great. It's going to be a replay. They're going to go slow motion here, I think. I think the lady was uh, texting and, and driving or something. They were, she was distracted. Shout out to Fox 5 News for that one. They just show it over and over again. For, oh God, damn. Flying through the air. Lying. Do you remember the case of... Um, the New Jersey councilwoman who was gunned down. Well, they got a break in the case. They found one of the people that did this shit. This guy right here. Click on this and go to this one. Rashid Ali. Bynum arrested in the mysterious murder of a New Jersey councilwoman. Is that medication issued on anything? Twenty-eight-year-old Virginia man has been arrested for murdering a New Jersey councilwoman, Eunice Duumfor. It was gunned down outside her uh, Sayreville home in February. State and federal authorities seized Rashid Ali Bynum outside a home in Chesapeake City, Virginia, at about 10:45 on Wednesday, on Tuesday, and charged him with first-degree murder and a pair of gun offenses. The murder was shaking the community. No arrests back in the late. No arrest will bring back the late councilwoman, they said. And that was her right there. Oh, what the uh, motive was. Oh, her, they said that he, she, he shot her into her, into her SUV at about 7.30 on February 1st while her 12-year-old daughter was inside the home. Uh, they hadn't said uh, what the motive would be. Oh, wow. Hang on about this now. On Tuesday, they said authorities placed his cell phone and his white Hyundai Elantra near the murder scene that day. 
His appearance also matched descriptions gleaned from eyewitness statements at nearby surveillance videos. She apparently knew him beforehand because he was listed as a contact in her cell phone. Wow. Next to his name was the acronym FCF. Which uh, they said stands for Fire Congress Fellowship. A church that he was associated with. Why would he be in her cell phone though? That's weird. The fellowship is also affiliated with the Champion Royal Assembly, which he is belonged to at the time she belonged to at the time of her death. He allegedly searched the internet for information about her church, the town in which she lived in which magazines were compatible with specific handgun. Oh, they also found a shotgun at the address of his house. He did not say why he wanted her dead. She did not take any questions. Oh, that's weird. Hopefully come out with a motive for that. If she knew that guy, he was just obsessed with her, a stalker probably. Who knows? People are crazy as hell, man. Can't trust people. Um, Mandingo said, when I moved here at age 14, I figured I'll be way behind the curve in school to find out I was on college level. I was shocked. Oh, wow, really? They're dumb, dude. They're, they're dumb as hell. So if you're getting education somewhere else and you come here expecting to be any better, uh, probably not. Mandingo says, all I was getting is Rebel Without a Cause clips on YouTube. Yeah, dude, I know that they associate that with that all the time. And if you, uh, let's do it right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on this, and we're going to do it right now. And see, if you do it all in one word where it says rebel without a reason, it'll come up there for you. If you just do rebel without a reason. Bookmark that shit, homeboy. Yeah, I mean... Um, let me go to my other video. We're going to show you this one of Biden's little fall down since we're here. Since we're here, we might as well. Boom. Oh, they cheering. Yeah. Fall down. You fucking idiot. They're whistling and shit. Some people were whistling. And you hear they cut some of that audio so you can't hear them whistling going, yeah, fuck Joe Biden. They're whistling right there here. That thing tripped me. Idiot. Man, I appreciate y'all being with me tonight. I think it's going to wrap it up for me over here on this side. Actually, let me go one more thing. I think Sonya sent me something. Sonya, did you send me something? What up? Six six is on in the house. 
Yeah, they're too. Yeah, you're exactly right, Sonia. Sonia, they're too busy teaching the rectal pleasure in our schools. People like the kids can't read. They they know what the gender shit is though. You ask them anything about that, they know all about that. Ask them two plus two. Butt plug. You got the Brooklyn Fashion Show. Was that on the clips that you sent me or was that all uh, different things? Yeah, that falling pedal lizard is funny to watch. Yeah, it's fun to, to watch him fall down. I was conflicted. I had to do that falling down meme for his dumbass, though. It was too perfect. Let's see. Let's see. I got one here from Sonia. Until she gives me something else, we're going to play this one. Guys. We are in the micro campus, San Vicente. The majority right here on the back, all of them are from China as they are migrating into the northern borders of the United States. Venezuela, China, 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 Venezuela, Venezuela, China. Where are you going? You, United States, United States, USA. Where are you going? USA. USA. China. Yes, from China. China. Well, you're going to the United States. USA. 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 America, New York. America, New York. Uh, yes. Yes. It's coming Asian to your hometown, son. No. No. Okay. USA. China. 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 Nepal. China. China. Everybody's coming from China. Great. We'll just get in line, man. Totally fine with it. This was three years ago. Oh, it says this wasn't three years ago. This was yesterday. This is what mental illness looks like. I'm also here with my neighbors in Hillsdale and Multnomah Village to support this budget amendment. I'm also <laughs> here with my neighbors in Hillsdale. Dude, this is crazy. This shit is insane right here. Three years later, dude. Like, snap out of it already. Please. This safe for YouTube, Sonia. It's on YouTube, so it should be. Let's watch this craziness. There were some unusual runway models. It says in the report. They're like a sane asylum type people or something. Fashion. Is this natural speed? This is normal speed or do they speed this up? Weird. Fashion shows are weird as hell as it. Oh my goodness, her touche is hanging out. Ma'am? Sun's out, ass out, I guess. I'm glad they got that blurred. I didn't have time. Dumb. You would think somebody would just straight fall down with this shit. Dude, fierce as hell. Look at him. Get it, homie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You got your booby out. Ma'am, you're 
damn titties hanging out. What in that damn hell? Some outfitters were just strange, it says. Who the fuck about this music, first of all? That looked like a cookie a blankie. That was a cookie blankie that somebody made into a shirt with no sleeves. If you got tired of sewing or can't figure it out, just let us know, man. <laughs> Six says, with that Donald Glover? Probably. It looked like him, wasn't it? He had that strut. Look at this trashy shit. Anything you can find at the Goodwill to make into something, just, just do it. I mean, what do you say to your, your uh, like this weird stomping that they're doing too? Or maybe he's got a leg injury. Is this the upset mad people fashion show? Stomping around all mad? All the spectators. Oh, yeah, I knew somebody was going to eat it. Fall down, skin that damn knee up, acting dumb. <laughs> Krabby Turtle says, why he looks so angry? You got a cookie blankie. Dude, if you got a cookie blankie, you should be in heaven. There should be no complaints if you got a cookie blankie. They're probably mad because they're being uh, forced to wear this shit. This is um, the liberal mindset, I guess. We're watching this in real time. That's the most normal looking one right there. Nice. Dumb. What in the absolute hell? But hey, I'm not a fashionista, so I have no idea. If that's it and that's all, I'm going to wrap it up over here. I definitely appreciate y'all hanging out with me tonight on um, YouTube and on Rumble. Thank you guys so very much. Make sure you stick around after the show because we're going to do What is a Woman on the Rumble channel. Thank you to my Rebels. I definitely appreciate y'all. Guardius, the Fawns, Anthony, Sonya, Mandingo, Six, Guardius again, Krabby Turtle, everybody in the house. I definitely appreciate y'all. All the folks that are too afraid to jump into the chat. I still love y'all. It's all good. I was nervous too one day. Thank you to my moderators, Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zeta Weechie's Cane Sword, Latina and Callie, and the beautiful Miss Sonya Scrapbook. I definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, yep, it's movie night tonight, and it's going to be What is a Woman? Because they got that for a limited time, and I happened to snatch it up. And uh, we're going to watch that tonight. It'll be available for a short time only on the Rumble channel. So give me about 30 minutes, you guys, to uh, get some things done. And I'll set up that next stream on the Rumble side of things. So thank you guys very much. Make sure you go check out that rebelwithoutareason.com. I'm going to put that up there one more time. Uh, it, and that's not just for merchandise, y'all. If y'all want to find the website, if you want to find the show, because uh, just as you heard uh, Mandingo say they couldn't find the show earlier, there is a, a, sh a show link 
over there. I need to set up one for YouTube, but it's only for Rumble at the moment. But you can watch the show live on Rumble and get to it. Find it anytime. There's one at the top. And there's one right here at the middle for you. Make sure you go to that rebelwithoutareason.com for all your fun shirts, hats, stickers, hoodies, and more. There's all kind of fun stuff on there. If you go look, get your pronouns of FAFO shirts, mugs, hoodies, hats, and more. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all being here. Everybody hang out. And, uh, I will see y'all later. Make sure you're back here in about 30 minutes for the Rumble Show. Peace out, guys. Have a good weekend.